At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. All right, happy Halloween. It is the Lombardi Line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. We head out to the Borgato, unfortunately, on the phone, but it'll be good to hear the big guy's voice. Michael Lombardi joins from the Borgata. Hi, Michael. How are you, Patrick? How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm, do- I'm doing well. I would ask the same, but I know we're having some technical issues, so I hope you're doing okay on this Halloween, and I'm sure you've heard. So it looks like Dak's going to give it a go, and Michael has his numbers. We're going to get to those in a second. You saw it, Michael. We've lost the three. It's down to two and a half in Minnesota with the Vikings laying it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, uh, well, he's going to go and try to pregame warm up and see what he did. Dak didn't take a snap all week long. I talked about that yesterday, so... You know, he's obviously taken mental reps. He hasn't taken physical reps. But when you have a sore calf and you try to plant and throw off of it, I think it becomes problematic. Now, maybe he'll be a, do the Willis read and show up and, and become heroic and lead the Cowboys to another cover. But uh, to me, I would wait and see what happens before. This is a night game, so you got plenty of time before you bet it. May I ask you the Lombardi number? Again, we can't go through all of them a little, but I, I, I always like to juxtapose your numbers you come up with and then the actual market. What was your number here, Cowboys-Vikings? You know, it was the Cowboys were favored by a point, 175 in my number. And, you know, I think that that, uh, that kind of showed up. I think it's a pick, it almost was a pick em game if you had flavor in the how hard it is to play in Minnesota. So 
this is a close game with Dak. I think that's why so many people in the contest jumped all over the Vikings because Dak perhaps might not play, and you're getting points with the Vikings as you were on my line. But now you're giving points with the Vikings, so it becomes a little bit of a different situation. I'm going to give you a quiz. Oh, this is a little surprising. Do you know the most heavily bet game on the board right now? You know, I had this conversation with Thomas Gable this morning, and it's the Cincinnati Bengals yeah. and the New York Jets. <laughs> yes, it is. Man. I mean, what about just, that? And, I, and I, I just blew me away. I mean, I can't believe it. And, you know, my number on this game is, look, you know, my number on this game was 14.4. The line opened up at 8.5 on Monday. It has moved to what I think it's 11 now. So it's, it's obviously trending. Uh, I would have to play Cincinnati based on my numbers. I don't like it. I think coming off the – Coming off the big win, third straight road game, C.J. Mosley back makes me feel like the Jets will play a little better. But, again, can Mike White do anything? People say, well, Mike White can't be as bad as Zach Wilson. Well, let's just see. He can coach basketball at Florida. I don't know if he can play quarterback, <laughs> but we, sh- we shall see. No doubt. Isn't that Mike White? All right, so, again, those two teams on Halloween dressing up as exciting teams, apparently, because people are hammering them. I mean, they are getting bet all over the it's place. It's shocking, right? Like, it it's really is. People are actually wanting to bet. Like, I, I mean, I, I couldn't hear Will Hill when he was on, but, I mean, can you imagine anybody wanting to bet the Jets? Like, I have no interest in betting the Jets. It's a, it's a, it's a John Oates play for me. No can do. I mean, this is one of those where I don't trust Cincinnati to be mature. I don't trust Cincinnati to go in there and, and execute. I, li- I don't like the matchup between a defensive front of the Jets and a bad offensive line of the Bengals, which is still bad. I mean, you watch the tape, and, and Burrow still gets hit way too much. But, you know, and then feeling like, are they going to be mature enough to handle it? And then anytime a team gets embarrassed as bad as the Jets did, giving up 54. Look, there's this two weeks that, you know, we have two young coaches in this league this week. You know, Robert Salai and Nick Sirianni and their teams, they're under a lot of heat from their cities. I mean, they're going to have to show something sooner than later because they could be one and dones. Burrow's saving this team. You want to have some fun? Go look at the advanced stats on him under pressure this year. He's been awesome. You just mentioned John Oates. How about a little Philadelphia soul? Right down the road from you. Philly's favored by three on the road at the Lions, and I swear to you, Michael, I know the team plays hard. I actually think the Lions might win straight up today, I, and I never say that, but the, Philadelphia should not be laying any wood to anybody. I, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I had this number as 275. Now, I don't trust Detroit at all. Uh, how can you? But, I mean, I had this closer. You know, Philly should be the favorite, but not at three and a half. I mean, I think this is too, a little bit too much of a line. But what scares me about this game is when Cincinnati came to town, Cincinnati played well. People here in Philadelphia think Philly's just going to turn this switch on and play great all of a sudden. You know, Jalen Hurts' numbers leads you to think, well, he's not playing that bad. But yet, in reality, he doesn't make enough plays early in the game. He gets a lot of junk yards. It's going to be an interesting game for Philly because they're just not going to turn on this switch and play well against a team that, you know, will play for 60 minutes. The problem is with Detroit. They're what I call a 50-minute team. They stop playing around 50 minutes. The, the game falls apart after that point. Yeah, they've been a 50-minute team since 1957, so that's an issue, <laughs> uh, but I digress. Uh, so it's just so you understand, what we're looking for is what Michael calls wiggle between the consensus number and Michael's line. And the next one, we've got a lot of wiggles, so this means you may bet the Seahawks here if you're giving out some advice because the consensus right now is Seattle lane four. Your number is what? My number is 7.8, but it's wrong. So okay. here's where you get in a little bit of problems with, with when you do numbers. Most of my Seattle numbers that have been accumulated over the weeks 
have come from Russell Wilson. Well, Russell's not playing. So you can't really, the accuracy of your number has got to be a little sketchy, and you've got to adjust it a little bit down. I thought to me, look, Seattle played better pass defense last week, and they played better pass defense last week than they played all season. Uh, you know, this is going to be a hard game for Jacksonville on the road, crowd noise, bad offensive line. Can they do anything? And I think this Jacksonville team, look, Tua threw the ball well against them. Everybody can throw the ball well against them. I think even I think even Geno Smith will throw the ball well against them. Yeah, well put. So, again, that number, Michael's, there's not a ton of wiggle because Geno's under center, not Russell. Okay, how about the Bucks? Yeah. How about the Bucks at the Saints? No Taysom Hill, so no change of pace there. Uh, but Tampa at New Orleans right now is four. What's the Michael Lombardi number here? I had this as a pick em, Patrick. I had wow. this as a pick em. Wow. And, and I think, you know, look, New Orleans has played really good defense. And what worries you a little bit about this is Daniel Jones in the second half of the, of the game moved the ball through for 400 yards against them. He really looked good in that game. Well, Tom Brady, but when you go back and study the three games last year, Brady didn't play well in two of them. Actually, didn't play well in three of them. And they beat him 30-10 to 10 in the playoff game. And when you watch that game closely, people say, well, you can't bet Jameis Winston. Well, you bet Drew Brees last year, and he was terrible. You bet Drew Brees, and he was bad in that game. I mean, his last game as a Saint was really disappointing. The Saints' defense plays well. Gronk might play today, but they covered Gronk in the last game. They made some plays. Antonio Brown's not going to be in the game. So I think this is a field goal game. I really do. I, I, that's why I, I'm going to take the Saints and, and feel like I think it's going to be a really close game. Throw that graphic up there. I love the way that looks, Stephen. So, so those that are visually uh, inclined to learn better, consensus four and a half, Michael's line bucks. So you, you see right there, New Orleans is the play, uh, and Michael's been red hot with his numbers. Okay, I, I got to be honest, the game I'm most looking forward to, and I know you and Millie are going to be focused on it with your son out there, New England heads to the Chargers, okay? This yeah. number opened the Chargers six. It's down to four. So Mac attack in New England getting bet a little bit here. You know, and I had it as a 3.31 game. When I saw that number at six, I was shocked because these two teams, you know, when you look at these two teams' numbers, they're very similar. Now, the Chargers have more fanfare. The Chargers have more you know, explosive plays, and Herbert looks to be the, you know, the guy that, oh, my God. But Mac Jones has played well, and this Patriot team has played well the last four weeks. They've, they haven't won games, but they've played well. they won two of the last four. They took Tampa down to the wire, and they took Dallas, two of the best teams in football, down to the wire. They will struggle a little bit playing pass defense, but San Diego, uh, excuse me, the Los Angeles Chargers will struggle playing run defense. I think it's a good matchup for the Patriots. I think it's way too much. Do I think they win? I hope so. Do I think they cover? Yeah, I think that line got a little heavy. At four and a half, I still think it's heavy. What, what have you seen? What did you see last week? Again, it is the Jets, but what are you seeing about New England that our, our viewers up there on Nesson should feel bullish about? They're playing better in the offensive front. I mean, their offensive line is playing better. They've kind of gotten it straightened out. They still miss Trent Brown with his calf injury. They need him back. Shaq Mason is playing much better at center. Karras over at left guard has helped them, give them a little bit more toughness. And last week, Isaiah Wynn played well. So when they have that going for them, they have a chance. And I think that this is going to be the key to the game. They'll do a good job of helping out on Joey Bosa. They're not going to leave Isaiah Wynn one-on-one with Joey Bosa. They'll help out there, and I think they can attack them. And I think the one thing is the Patriots have won two games this year when they don't turn the ball over. Both the Jets games, they didn't turn it over. They can't turn this ball over. They can't give Justin Herbert more time on the field. 
Herbert, 8-2 ATS, his last 10 starts. The Patriots, 6-0 ATS against the Chargers since 2010. Take it for what you will. It looks like your boy Baker is going to be under center today. It's going to be windy in Cleveland. Uh, let's discuss, okay? So, again, Baker under center. Your initial thoughts there. What can you expect from Baker hosting the Steelers with the Browns laying four? Well, I think it's going to be on Baker. I don't think you're going to be able to run the ball on this team, right? I don't think anybody really runs the ball effectively on Pittsburgh. I think it's hard to do it, you know, especially if they're – now Melvin Ingram's not going to play today, but Highsmith has played fairly well on the outside edges. So I think this is a game where Baker's going to have to make some plays in the passing game. Can he do that? Can he really function behind – now he gets his tackles back. That's going to help greatly. But he has to play from in front. And I think Chubb's going to have a harder time getting going – as the, as, as the game wears on here. So, to me, this is what I would be all over Pittsburgh, but I don't trust big men. You know, my numbers on this game, when I looked at my numbers, I had this as a 3.31 game. The line is 3.5, so it was a no play for me. There was really no wiggle room in the game. All kidding aside, man, great job. Great job hanging in there. I know it's frustrating. Michael just wants to get these takes out. So, again, I know it's frustrating. We're going to have you on at the end to run the board. Uh, what could make you feel But What candy on Halloween would make Michael Lombardi feel better right now? Well, right now there's nothing that's going to make me feel better. <laughs> that's what I thought. Really that, is, that is the answer. I knew. <laughs> I, I, am, I am very upset. I feel apologized to our audience. I feel badly. I mean, it's uh, technical difficulties, and I'm sorry. You know, we, we pride ourselves on the Sunday show, and when we can't deliver on Sunday, it's disappointing. Well, having a part of you is good enough. Michael Lombardi, thank you. We'll get you on at the end of the show. Great job, Michael Lombardi. Thanks, Coming Patrick. Up, thank you. Coming up next, Will Hill joins. We continue. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. 
I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Breeders' Cup next weekend. And First Bet wants you to be ready. Sign up today using that promo code Vegas1000. You're going to get 10 bucks instantly. And you can receive up to $1,000 in bonus. I love First Bet. Uh, you, sh- you will, too, when you go check it out. Vegas1000, firstbet.com slash guide, and vston.com slash horses for more information. Breeders' Cup coming up. Nick's Go, the favorite in the Breeders' Cup Classic, as Femi was just talking about during the break. Femi coming up right after. Big horse racing guy to my right. Femi's going to join us right after. Then the Green Zone. Part of the Green Zone is Will Hill, who joins us now. Don't worry. Michael's going to be along with... We're going to run the board, just like we always do here on the Lombardi line. You know what we haven't discussed, Will? Nice to see you again. We haven't discussed the, the Titans... <laughs> we haven't discussed the Titans and the Colts. And it's all the way up to three. So, again, uh, betters bullish on Indy right now. Tennessee in town. Tennessee opened one. This number goes through zero all the way up to the Colts lane three. Let's get your initial thoughts. I mean, I'm torn here just because you can't lay three, even though I like the Colts. You can't when you were, t- you know, you had a chance to lay one, lay two, lay two and a half. Now you're on the key number three. If you want to swallow the extra juice and lay 155, okay, I get it. I do like the Colts. Uh, I think they desperately need the game. I think they've played a lot better since early in the year when they weren't healthy. They had offensive linemen hurt everywhere. You know, Wentz had two bad ankles. They've played well lately. They've won three out of the last four. The one loss is a game in Baltimore that Monday night where they're up uh, 19 points late in the third quarter, which was just a crazy loss. I mean, they were missing kicks, getting kicks blocked. They played better. They've really run the ball. Taylor's kind of been, you know, an underrated star in the league. I know everyone talks about Henry, but... Uh, Taylor's turned into a hell of a running back. Wentz, who I'm not a fan of, has played really, really well. Yes. Uh, Colts, number one in the league, DVOA against the run. So, you know, if you can take away Henry, slow Henry down, make Tannehill drop back and pass and kind of take away that play-action threat, the Titans are very beatable. I think that was a little bit of a fluke last week, you know, holding the Chiefs to three points. They're not a good defense. They're not good in the secondary. They don't get much of a pass rush. they got some injuries in the secondary. Uh, and they're off of two big wins. I mean, you beat the Bills on Monday night, and then you turn around and you beat the Chiefs six days later. A little bit of a letdown spot. I think the Colts desperately need the game now. If the Titans were to win this game, you can kiss the division goodbye if you're the Colts. You're three and a half back. You don't own the tiebreaker because the Titans already beat them early in the year. And then you're fighting for your life for the wild card if you're the Colts. You can cross off the division. you got to basically not win out, but you have very little margin for error if you lose this game in terms of the playoffs for the Colts, who did have playoff aspirations coming in. Uh, I just think it's a good matchup for them. I think they'll be able to run the ball on the Titans. I think they'll be able to stop the run. Uh, I think they're the more desperate team. They're home. Tough spot for the Titans. I do like the Colts. I'm just not crazy about laying three when you could have laid, you know, two, two and a half all week. You framed it well. Just a massive game for both. The Colts are playing good football, man. The Colts, and and again, Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor. I'm glad you brought up Taylor. Maybe the two best backs in football right now. I mean, Henry is ridiculous. He's uh, topped at least 100 yards in four straight games. Uh, He he does run well. Did earlier this year uh, against 
the Colts. Now, a couple of things. These two teams, road teams, 5-1 ATS their last six. So play good, play well, pardon me, in the other barn. And Indy has covered four straight games, but Tennessee is 4-0 outright against the spread against teams that have made the playoffs last season. So it's a little convoluted. To say this, what Will said at the beginning, just massive. And with that momentum that the Colts have coming into this one, I like the Colts. I wouldn't lay the three. I think we might see a two and a half. I'm just taking a look at the juice right now here, Will, if you have it. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to see, we're, we're more apt to see a two and a half than we are a three and a half because all the juice is pointing down to three, two and a half. Yeah, again, and if you lay the three, if you're late to the party here, it's not like you're going to get burned where you lose the game. If it lands on three, you just don't win it. So that's always a factor for betters too. You never want to uh, to lose a game you should have won. If you push instead of win, that's one thing. At least you get your money back. But like I said, you know, you could have laid two, two and a half. To lay three is tough, but I certainly wouldn't play the Titans. I think it's an advantage, a uh, good spot here for the Colts. This is a t- the bandwagon that includes you and a few others of hating on Carson Wentz. It's a tough one right now. My boy, he's playing well. Four straight games of two-plus touchdowns and no picks. Pretty impressive. Yeah, and I really like that offense. They drop that pass interference play four or five times a game. He basically got 200 yards of pass interference last week. He threw an awful interception in the end zone. He had another awful interception drop, so... I'd be careful there if you're uh, if you're a Carson Wentz fan and you're you know patting yourself on the back. I'd be careful there. The, the other shoe can drop at any moment. I still don't trust them. Not a lot of points scored in Indy. I think they're past seven, just thirty-one point three as far as an average. Let's take a look at the total before we move on. Tennessee at Indy, open forty-seven and a half. Wow. My, uh, well, it has been bet up to fifty-one. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I think both teams will move the ball. You know, the Titans move the ball on everybody. A lot of weapons on Jones is out, but uh, the, you know, the Titans move the ball on everybody, and they're not great on defense. So, not surprised here that 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 movement is up to 51. So, I know where you are on Wentz. Where are you on Tannehill? He's good. He's good. I think he benefits a lot from Henry from play action. I think if you can make him a drop back passer, he's a little different, but. Look, I mean, Miami did that re- total rebuild and teardown. Would they like to have Tannehill back? I mean, what did you really tear it all down for? To get these picks, to get Tua? I mean, are you going to end up with a better quarterback than Tannehill? Maybe you trade for Watson. But look, if you trade for Watson, here's the thing I don't get about that. Why would Watson want to go there? It's a terrible roster. You're going to give up all your picks for him. What do you, What situation are you going to, uh, you know, for, if you're Watson going to Miami? So uh, I like Tannehill. I think he's above average. He's a little bit, you know, he's in that Cousins category where, He's better than average. Can you win a Super Bowl with him? Maybe, maybe not, but but he's good. I don't mind him. He's pretty good. By the way, that comparison of Tannehill and Darnold, which was so prevalent on social earlier this year, it is not apt. And, and Darnold starts 3-0. and It's not apt. The, the big point about Tannehill is his, he's in his 30s. He's 30 when he was traded to Indy, and this resurgence has come as an older play. What is 23, 24 for Darnold? No, there's still expectations. There's still a ceiling that hasn't been met. We saw a lot of Ryan Tannehill and uh, for you know for him to flourish in this Titans offense 30 plus that's the big story okay Tampa New Orleans I haven't got your take on this one uh Tampa at New Orleans it's interesting Michael's numbers right around a pick them we've got Tampa lane four on the road at New Orleans no change of pace no Taysom Hill here Will yeah, I know this is a trendy pick. I know a lot of smart betters, a lot of sharp betters are on the Saints getting the four and a half. I think there's a little bit of a letdown spot for the Bucs. Now, this is another situation. If the Bucs win the game, you can kiss that division goodbye. 
Barring an injury to Brady, you could probably kiss it goodbye anyway. I'm a little hesitant here, not just because of Winston. I think the Saints have really good numbers on defense. But look at the quarterbacks they played. Taylor Heineke, Sam Darnold, Geno Smith. All right, they beat up on Rodgers in week one, but I, I think we can agree that was a bit of a, you know an extension of the preseason. That was a weird game in week one. Um, I just don't know that they've been tested a lot. I, I would probably actually lean towards Tampa here. It's just been a machine on offense. I think if you could take away the run game for the Saints, which, look, Tampa, you can't run. Nobody can run it on them. So I would actually, uh, you know, go the square route here and, you know, be the public better and, and lay it here with Tampa. I'm a little dubious uh, on New Orleans. And I appreciate you being excited for me as I look up Norwich City and Leeds United. Uh, nil-nil at the half. Couple of, what, 20 minutes into the second half, it's 2-1. to one. If you went over 2.5 like I did, Norwich City and Leeds United, you're excited. What do you think, Will? Uh, I think I didn't get a text. I like winners. I like making money. You have my <laughs> I, know, I know. I should have texted you. Hey, let's talk about the biggest number on the board, and that is it's actually not Buffalo. Buffalo sitting 14, Miami in town. How about the Rams now? Again, the Rams were catching, excuse me, Houston was catching at home 19 and a half, 20 last week. Here comes the Rams. And what's interesting about the Rams in this spot, they're laying 16, although I'm seeing right now 16 and a half pop up at Houston. I think this is a good spot for the Rams because they won last week, but they didn't play well. You know, that's a coach's dream to have them not playing well, teaching moments headed to Houston. Exactly what I said Tuesday when I, I think I was on this show. I, I gave out the Rams for that exact reason. Coach's dream. You don't play well, but you still come away with the win. They'll be a little more focused this week and the Texans can't score. I mean, I think we do this every year. We're like, Hey, is this the worst team ever? We did it last year with the Jets. So there's some recency bias there. This Texans team without Tyrod Taylor, without Watson, is one of the worst teams I've ever seen. Clearly the worst team in the league. Think about it. They went 4-12 and last year with a top-five quarterback in Watson, giving you basically an MVP year. Now they're down to a third-string rookie. Uh, they can't score. I don't see how they get past you know seven or ten points. I, I think the Rams will be more focused this week. I could only look to the Rams. I actually like the Rams here. Minus 16. This game's got 38-10 written all over it. The Texans are just a dreadful, dreadful football team. Well, at least Houston hired a progressive head coach. David Coley calls analytics analytics. That's an issue. Tough one. Tough one. I don't know if that came up in the interview, but that's a tough one. Happy, uh, happy Halloween, bro. Thanks for helping out today. We appreciate you. Braves close it out tonight or what? Did you watch last night? That was wild. That was so back to back. I don't think America's watching, but the Braves are about to, without their best player, win the World Series. And they're fifty-two and fifty-five, like ten minutes ago. It seems wild Literally. story. Like you said, nobody's watching, nobody cares. Hopefully, this isn't the last baseball game until twenty twenty-three with the lockout. Hopefully, coming, not coming. Uh, but uh, but it's been a good series. Hey Astros, you know those dudes that are on base? They're allowed to score. Lobs, like you read about, and you know what? Thank goodness, because. The Astros are cheaters. Will, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Happy Halloween, buddy. Thank you very much. See you guys. Thank you. Okay, Josh is going to join next, and we're going to run the board with Michael Lombardi coming up right here. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, so this is this is huge news that we're all just kind of buzzing about here at VSIN. We're going to be on altitude AM 950 in Denver. Denver's numbers as far as betting and handle has been awesome. And we are... 
thrilled, extremely excited about this partnership that brings you VSIN to a great sports city. Uh, good for craft brews as well. Josh Applebaum knows that growing audience of sports bettors, we've seen the numbers in Denver just go exponentially through the roof. So tune in to hear all of our VSIN shows live on Altitude Radio 950 AM in Denver. That's starting Monday. Thrilled to be a part of that. Now, we got Josh here, market update. He's got some important updates to come. Femi just told me it looks like a couple of books went to 14 and a half. Again, 14, a key number. It's not the key number that a three, a seven, and a 10, but we have seen Buffalo jump up to 14 and a half. Everybody's juiced on the 14. What does that mean? Juice is an indicator. Which way is the wind blowing? And the wind is blowing up. So standard juice is minus 110. I'm seeing a lot of minus 115s, 120s. For novice better, novice betters, that means the number's going up closer to 14 and a half than sticking or headed down to 13 and a half. We'll bring Josh in in just a second. Josh, I just wanted to update. So another thing that's very important, when you're betting in Denver, you're going to pay a Denver tax on those teams. When you're betting on the East Coast, and I'm going to give you those numbers from Thomas Gable at the Borgata, it's a lot of these numbers are regional, regionally specific. So, for example, if I wanted to bet here in Vegas, the Golden Knights, I'm going to pay a premium every single game, whether it's futures or individual games. I'm going to pay a tax because I'm here and everybody's betting them. Accordingly, the books need to adjust. Let me give you the numbers out at the Borgata on three games that Thomas is focusing on, then we'll get Josh in with the market update. Tampa. Okay, Tampa, New Orleans. This number open Tampa four and a half has been bet down to four out in Jersey. 73% of the tickets on Tampa, but 50, 57% of the money on New Orleans. It's important as well, the distinction. And those splits, by the way, can be found right now at vcin.com. Let's go Tennessee, Indianapolis. Actually, I want to get Josh's take on this game as well. This game opened the Titans one. It's now in Jersey, Indy lane two and a half. Okay, a couple books, including us, have three. Okay, but out in Jersey, it's Indy two and a half. Fifty-eight percent of the tickets and ninety-two percent of the money on the Colts. Important. Eagles, Philly. Game opened in Jersey. Eagles laying three, total of forty-eight. The Eagles are still laying three, and the total is forty-eight. Sixty-seven percent of the tickets and fifty-four percent of the money out in Jersey, surprisingly, on the Lions. The update on Dak Prescott that's kind of been the big bullet point all day is it looks like Dak is going to give it a go. That's why we've seen that number come off the three down to two and a half. If not, it's going to be Cooper Rush. And as we discussed here during the, during the break, if it is, if it's found out before the game, that's going to go immediately to three and go through three would be my assumption if it is Cooper Rush. We welcome in Josh Applebaum. Market Insights is the pod. Of course, betting across America with Pritch during the weekdays as well. Anything I said there you want to react to, Josh? Yeah, a couple here, Patrick. Yeah, so number one, I think that Tennessee-Indianapolis Colts game is one of the most interesting games in my opinion here. And I like really like the Colts on a money line play. What jumped out to me, Patrick, is anytime you see a fishy line, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, I think a lot of recreational bettors might fall into a situation of, oh, you know, like I can get a good team off a couple huge wins, getting points. Give me the Titans all day. Remember, recency bias, what have you done for me lately? You look at the Titans, they're coming off three straight wins and two huge wins where, you know, you're, you're a six-point dog against Buffalo, you beat them 34-31. You're a four-point dog against KC, you win 27-3. to So anytime a team has these huge wins, uh, you know, we always talk about letdown spots. I think to me that's more like in college or, you know, after a big, 
big rivalry type game, but you do see it sometimes in pro sports. But the point being here, Patrick, is that we're still getting, you know, 60, 70% of bets on the Titans here. Keep in mind, Julio Jones is out. Rashawn uh, Evans, their linebackers out. Also, Jim Schwartz, uh, who uh, has COVID protocols, their D coordinator. He's going to miss this game as well. With all that being said, you know, the look at on this number, Patrick, was Colts minus two and a half. You immediately saw a lot of early money, and this is the importance of, you know, looking at a line move throughout the entire week, not just, you know, one part of the week. But at one point, this was flipping all the way to, because it was such a popular play to the Titans off these big wins, you were getting Titans, you know, minus one and a half, minus two. We've now seen it completely flip the other way, go all the way back to Detroit minus three. I think this is the importance of, you know, uh, again, waking up on a Sunday, looking at these moves, but throughout the week, and I think a lot of people, and Will mentioned this, and Michael mentioned this, you know, getting uh, the Colts at a better number to me was the play, but now it's minus three. I go money line here, Patrick. I want to be with that move, and I'm willing to pay a little more juice uh, because I don't want to lay a minus three and Good have point. them win by three and and lose and push my bet here again, Patrick. That, I think that's important. And then of course, what you mentioned about Dallas. Can I and just Minnesota. interrupt you? I'm sorry, really quickly, yeah. Josh. And by the way, that three uh, margin uh, a score it's a little over 14 percent. So that's how important three is. Quickly, Femi just told me this, and Josh, you see your board lighten up. Let's explain what's happening in Atlanta. Calvin Ridley is out. Did you say personal reasons, Fem? So personal reasons for uh, Calvin Ridley and Josh. You know it because you've got the software right in front of you. Atlanta's laying three hosts in Carolina, but look at that juice and look at the board lighting up. We could be headed to two and a half there. You're totally right, Patrick. Glad you glad you got this in here because this is moving as we speak. This is a real-time market. you got to get on VEASAN.com and look at the live odds page. It'll change in front of you. you got to have that. That's your Bible if you're a better. You guys are totally right. You know, you're looking at this number. It opened pretty much two and a half Atlanta, uh, got up to three. And at one point, you know, you had Atlanta, a good low bets, higher dollar discrepancy play. But obviously with Ridley being out here, um, you know, this is a big blow to uh, Atlanta. And we have Carolina with Stephon Gilmore making his debut. I think this is a good spot to buy low on Carolina. Remember, they started 3-0. and uh, You know, a lot of people were really high in this team. They've lost four straight. It's kind of show me time for this Panthers team. Matt Rule's got to, uh, you know, kind of get, get this team back in gear. So this would match as a divisional spot. We look at these road division dogs, uh, historically pretty good. Uh, you also look at these uh, short road dogs plus three or less. They're 70% ATS this year. And Patrick, you made a great point. All these threes, keep an eye out on the juice, that three-digit number uh, next to the odds. All these were plus three uh, at minus 110 even juice. Now they're plus three minus 120. What does that tell you? Anytime you see the juice tick up on one side, uh, it's not a guarantee, but it's most likely it's going to move in that direction. So what is it telling us now? This thing is getting down to two and a half. What does that mean? If you like Carolina's divisional spot, get the three yeah. right now because it's going to fall. On the flip side, you like Atlanta, wait, get the minus two and a half. Great job, Josh. Okay, a couple of things. I'm going to get your place for the day. One, I just saw Josh Allen, so everybody's dressing up. Who's the Jason Sudeikis character? I don't watch the show. What's his? Oh, Ted Lasso. Oh, Ted Lasso. Oh, hey, yeah. Listen, people, we need to chill and pump the brakes on Ted Lasso. It's not that. It's it's easy. You just put a fake stash on and a visor like your Steve Spurrier, HBC. That's not good. I did see Odell Beckham Jr. He dressed up as Michael Jackson from the Thriller video. That's money, Josh Applebaum. You're too young, unfortunately, to understand the importance of that video, but your boy you're looking at right now, I used to choreograph dances to Thriller. Your thoughts? Oh, I love it. Uh, but he, you know, Patrick, hey, I'm more of a Billie Jean type of guy, but I'm right there with you. I would say <laughs> Miles <right>. Garrett <laughs> also dressed up as the Grim Reaper, so uh, that, that's pretty good one. that every quarterback good one. sacked on the back of his, uh, his, his shirt there, so that, that was a good one as well. I interrupted you. Was there another trend or something you're focusing on as far as an update today before we get your plays? Uh, yeah, just a couple, uh, Patrick, and you know your Detroit uh, Lions here. I know it's been a tough year, but believe it or not, 0-7, but they're 4-3 ATS. And I think this keeps going back and forth around the topic of key numbers. 
Philly minus three, up to three and a half, down to three. It's back and forth here. Miles Sanders is going to be out for this game. Obviously, great running back here for the Eagles. I'm kind of with what you guys were talking about earlier. I don't know if this Eagles team should be laying points to anybody. Philadelphia, basically, if you can see them get up to minus three and a half, we talk about the juice all the time. Anytime it's plus three and a half Lions, it gets really juiced up. Minus 120 gets back down to three. So I would wait this thing out. Uh, you got about an hour and 20 minutes here. If you can find a hook on Detroit plus three and a half to me at home, maybe they lose by three and you win by the hook. I think the Lions are in a pretty good spot if you can find that hook. Stephen Bond hasn't done much today, but the intrepid reporter did tell me and producer did tell me in my ear. I apologize to Jason today because his family uh, and, uh, of course, Ted Lasso, it was Josh Allen was Phil Mickelson. So easily yeah, kind of all look the yeah, same. Look, so look the same, yeah. I don't know what to tell you there. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Stephen. Stephen, proud of himself behind the glass. Uh, three plays. Are there three plays you're focusing on? Maybe we can leave with here, Josh. Yeah, just a couple that I have in pocket and really uh, jumped out to me. Number one, I like a money line play on the Colts. I just like the fact that you know the Titans are off these huge wins and everybody's on them. Yet the Lions going to the Colts. Dead giveaway to me that you're getting the bigger wagers on Indy. Uh, so it's a money line play uh, just to win the game now at this point. You know, a couple other ones. I like the Bengals at minus ten and a half. They're now up to eleven and a half. Now they're up to twelve. That thing keeps moving. You're not getting the best of it anymore. But I think the Bengals are in a spot against a, a lackluster Jets team that they can score on and maybe not give up too much. Uh, and then also, Patrick, uh, Mac Jones and the Patriots going to uh, the Chargers here. We've seen considerate, uh, considerable movement and continued movement toward New England. Chargers open minus six. Uh, they're kind of a it's 50-50 game slightly to the Chargers. But yet we've seen this get all the way down to four and a half and now four. This is another play that it's a four o'clock game. But if you find the hook four and a half, uh, you know, it could be a worthwhile play. When you see a dog, a road dog, where the line either stays the same or moves in their favor, about 67% ATS this year. So I'm looking at New England plus the points. And Patrick, I know we're up against it. I just wanted to say, uh, Jerry Remy. Uh, Patrick, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, you know, play-by-play guy for the Red Sox. He passed away today. He did. 68 That's terrible years old. to hear. I'm sorry to hear that. It's tough news. If you're a New Englander like me and you're on Nesson, this guy, he called every Red Sox game the Rem Dog. He was the best. And Patrick, I don't know if you knew this, but when I graduated from the University of Vermont, I went to Boston. I needed a job. I was desperate. I was 21 years old. I worked at Jerry Remy's Sports Bar and Grill for two years to get my feet off the ground when I was 21. So I, I love this guy. Legend. Condolences to his family. Tough spot for New England. Glad you brought it up, Josh. R.I.P. Jerry. That is, that's, I know he was sick for a while, but thank you, Josh. And the most important thing, just Josh's focus on the number three. There's a ton of threes and toggling between two and a half and four today. Three, very important. We come back. Of course, Michael Lombardi joins. Michael Lombardi joins to run the board. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, Brent, thank you. Sign up today, BetMGM, King of Sportsbooks. Enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. This, to me, BetMGM, this is the best promo going because if you're a new better and you use the bonus code VSEN200, you bet 10 bucks. Anybody scores a touchdown today, they give you $200 in free bets right into your account. You can't beat it. BetMGM, new customer offer, paid for and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Please gamble responsibly if you have a gambling problem. It's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. We got the big guy here, Michael Lombardi, presented by BetMGM. Happy to talk to him on the phone. It's, it's, it's better than nothing. Now, Michael, we have seen Buffalo jump up to 15 15 and a half at a couple of books. So that 14 with Miami in, t- in town is completely gone. Everybody betting about Buffalo right now. Yeah. And, and I can see it. I mean, look, I think there's a lot of things going on in that Miami locker room. You know, there's different reports about Tua. Uh, certainly the weather will be a little bit of a factor. We'll see some wind, you know, up in Buffalo. Can Miami play good enough run defense? Can they play good enough defense? I think it's been a real issue for them all season playing man to man give up almost nine yards per attempt. So I, I could see Buffalo's 4-0 coming off a bye with Sean McDermott. He seems like he's, uh, you know, he's got his team focused coming off that loss where Josh Allen slipped. I, I mean, I could see a lot. I could see why this line moved. I was surprised it hasn't moved all week. Earlier in the week, Patrick, there was only 9% of the bets were coming in on, on, on Miami. I mean, this has been really a very lopsided game. In fact, as of right now, you know, 75% of the tickets are on Buffalo, 90% of the Monday money. I was waiting for the line to move. It almost looked like a line freeze. Now it's no longer a line freeze. The line is moving. Another one, a big one here. Calvin Ridley is out personal reasons today in Atlanta. So, Michael, we've completely lost the three. Carolina at Atlanta, it's down to two and a half. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I this is a game where, you know, it's easy to say Carolina's think Sam Donald's bad, but – 
Carolina can rush the passer, and Carolina can create some problems for the Atlanta, the offensive front. And Atlanta has, has one of the worst secondaries in all of football. Their defense is terrible. And I think Sam Darnold actually will play well, just like I thought he would play well last week against Tua when Tua played Atlanta. So this is going to be a hard game. Without Ridley, they can double, they can double uh, the, the tight end, and, and they can take him out of the game, Pitts, Kyle Pitts. And go from there. I mean, this is going to be one of those where I think Carolina can run the ball in Atlanta. I think Atlanta's defense is a liability. Okay. Let me get your official three picks. Michael's been killing it this year. And then we'll run the board and give leans on the others. We'll start with this one, Michael. You are taking four and a half with the Patriots at the Chargers today. Yeah, I mean, the line opened at six. I thought it was too much when it opened. Based on my numbers, I thought this this line should be 3.3. So to get four and a half, I still think there's good value in that. I'll take that as, as a number. I think this will be a game where it should be a field goal game. And with Hopkins now the field goal kicker for the Chargers, if you, you, know, you feel better about your chances to make a kick than you did before. But this is really a, a right-down-the-middle game. I think this is uh, perfectly situated as a field goal game. Okay, the next one on Michael's plays, you see it. The Saints, you're going to take the four and a half hosting the Bucks, Michael. And the four and a half's gone now. Now it's just four across the board. So, I, you know, this opened up, you know, four went to five and kind of has bounced around. I like the Saints at home. I think when you study the games, I think they know how to play the Bucks. They've played them well in the past. People say, well, they don't have Drew Brees. Well, look. Drew Brees didn't play very well the last time they played him. So I'm not sure that really matters. I think the Taysom Hill injury actually hurts them more than anything because it loses their short yardage player. But I think Winston can throw the ball on the secondary. Plus, Sean Payton understands how to run the ball on Tampa, and I think he'll move it. So I like like this to be a field goal game as well. I'm going to take New Orleans. I'll take the home dog. Okay, and your third and final play is Monday night. The Chiefs... um, in Dallas. Okay. So excuse me, the giants at the chiefs. Now you got nine and a half. I'll just warn you. Everybody's 10. Now, would you still lay it with the chiefs? I I would. I, and you know, the chiefs are horrible against the spread and all that, but I I think this is a circle of wagons game for the chiefs. And and the reason I take it is only because I feel like Andy, Andy Reid will do a really good job of preparing his team. I think he could take advantage of this giant secondary. They're not very good. Plus, I think when when Steve Spagnuolo blitzes Daniel Jones, it'll make it hard on Jason Garrett. And once you make him have to play faster, Daniel Jones, I think he'll turn this ball over. I think the Chiefs probably will play well this week. Okay, again, the Patriots four and a half, Saints plus four and a half. Chiefs, you're probably going to lay 10 at this point. Those are Michael Lombardi's three plays. You can find them, M Lombardi NFL on Twitter. You can also find him, we'll tweet them, at VEASAN Live. With that, I'm going to run the rest of the board, and you give me leans. These aren't official plays. We'll start up at the top, Miami-Buffalo. I'm going to give you 14 and a half with Buffalo. What do you got, Michael? I've loved Buffalo all week at 14 and a half. I, I, I like them at 14. I like them at 14 and a half. I think this is going to be a hard game for Miami to keep close. Miami has a hard time playing pass defense, and it fits perfectly into Buffalo's offense. I think Buffalo will score 30-some points. I think Miami with two is going to have a hard time. Okay, Carolina-Atlanta, it's down to two and a half with Atlanta laying it. I think Carolina can win outright. I really do. I think Carolina can win outright. I'll take the points here on the road. Uh, I think Carolina will be a problem for Atlanta because of the way they play in their defensive front. If they can keep Kyle Pitts from beating them and tackle Patterson, I think they'll win the game. Okay, Philadelphia at Detroit. Swift is going to play, just so people know. Philly's lane three on the road at Detroit, Michael. You know, this is interesting. I mean, I don't think Philly should be favored by three by anybody, but I'm going to play Philly here. 
only because I think that Detroit, everybody, every time people think Detroit's going to play well, they never do. So I'll take Philly. This is to me, if, if, if Nick Sariani doesn't come home with a win, a convincing win against Detroit, it could be one and done for him. Interesting. Interesting. Tennessee, Indy, Indy, uh, the Colts now, this one's up the three. Uh, very important key number. Remember, Tennessee opened one, but the Colts are laying three. What do you got? I'm going to take the Titans at three. I like, I love the Colts all week long, but once it got to three, I think you got to take the Titans here. I think there should be some buyback on the Titans. I think the Titans, you know, the, look, the, the Colts have done a good job against them. They've won three or four against the Titans. And Carson Wentz is playing better, but I think it's a field goal type game, so I'll take the points. Okay, the next one on the board is the most heavily bet game, and that is the Jets hosting the Bengals. My goodness, up to that, <laughs> I, I still, that, I just love. I, I credit Veasan with that being the most heavily bet game on the board because people are interested in betting games that are off the radar. The Bengals are laying eleven here, Josh. I'm, excuse me, Michael. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to take the Bengals, and just because my numbers say to take the Bengals, I don't trust the Jets with a backup quarterback to keep it close. I think it'll be a close game in the first half. But I think I think the Bengals should come in and dominate. I don't think they can stop the stop them, and I think the Bengals defensively can put pressure on Mike White. I'll lay the points here just because my numbers say so. It's going to be windy in Chicago, no surprise. San Francisco's lane four, Michael. Uh, now it's up to four and a half, and I see some places. Oh, five. I just saw a five pop up at Circuit. Good job. Yeah, I, I like San Francisco at four. I do. I have liked them all week. I think that I don't know if Matt Nagy not coaching helps the Bears, but I think San Francisco's defense has been really under the radar. They played really well. They gave up, you know, last week in the in the rain, they gave up 122 yards and passed their fairest penalties. That really hurt their team, and it really hurt their chances to beat the Colts. I think they'll dominate the Bears today. Good one. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, another one that's jumped from four up to five with Cleveland Lane at Baker Inn. Uh, I, I think you got to take Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin coming off. If you're going to give me five, I think it's a three-point game. I'll take it there. I have it as a three-point game on my board. Okay, Seattle's hosting Jacksonville. Seattle's Lane four, Michael. Uh, I'm going to take – this move, this was three all week, and it moved late in the week. I'll, I'll take – I'll take Seattle. I think the one thing about Seattle is I think it's going to be hard for Trevor Lawrence to handle the crowd noise and handle the environment. Okay. Next one, Washington, Denver, two teams that are disappointing. Denver's lane four, Michael. Everybody is on Denver, Patrick. It's been it's open to three and a half. Now it's four. Denver's healthy. I think with Judy back, it'll help their offense. I think they'll move the ball. I like Denver. What to do, what to do. Dallas at Minnesota. You're betting on the health of Dak. Right now, Minnesota's laying two and a half. I think I would lay it two and a half if Dak plays or not. I think Minnesota and that crowd noise will be a tough environment to play. Okay, and quickly, I heard uh, Bella the dog. Does she have a pick? It sounds like she's getting into she this. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, she's ready to go. She likes the Panthers today, obviously. And how about King Dominic? She, King Dominic hey, lost hey, his hey. undefeated Cardinals. Yeah, she's lost this. I got to get him to say now. I got to get him to say the winless, the winless lions. So hopefully the lions win today. So I'll have to teach him that. So now I think I think they're they're rooting for the Chargers and they're rooting for the Panthers and the Patriots today, Patrick. I think the big statement there, and I don't think it's crazy. This is an zero and seven Lions team. Sirianni, it's starting to spiral. Could be a one and done. They come back losing here and continue to spiral. Is that what you're saying about Nick Sirianni in Philly? I think so. Look, he's lost the confidence of a lot of people in town. Now, losing a game like this keeps them lose the confidence of the people that matter as well. M. Lombardi NFL on Twitter. Michael, thanks for the patience today. Great job. Thanks, man. Patrick. Thanks.
Mike, no, great job by you. Thank okay. you, Patrick. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Everybody, we did our best here. Thank you to everybody technically downstairs. Kevin, thank you. Of course, Stephen Bond, thank you. John, thank you. Femi's coming up next with the pregame show. Then we've got seven hours of coverage with the Green Zone, which is absolutely incredible. Happy Halloween. Hand out full-size candy bars. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the football. It's Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.